Hello everybody, welcome to TT Daily Podcast, episode 11. 11 daily episodes, Steve, can you believe it? Oh, you're wearing a bit thin on me now. <laughs> I think I'm wearing thin on everybody <laughs> around here, to be honest. <laughs> hey mate, no, you know, we're in the TT bubble, so you're flipping it, flashes by without even realising it, and you know, the weather's been kind in general so far, so it's been flashing by and we will soon be at the end of the week. We will be. But before we get to there, Steve, we still had two races today. Scheduled was the Monster Energy Supersport Race 2, as well as the Bennett's Super Twin Race. Unfortunately, because of the weather coming in a lot quicker than everyone anticipated, we only ended up seeing one race, but what a belter it lined up to be. It was Peter Hickman versus Michael Dunlop. It was a cracking race, and here are some of the race highlights. Gets his underway here. He's off. Michael Dunlop, though, goes through Glen Helen and his fastest. Michael Dunlop is in P1. 1.7 seconds up on Jamie Coward. So conditions obviously not perfect. Good enough to go racing, but not perfect on this run out to Glen Helen. Peter Hickman leads at Balaf. Eight tenths of a second quicker than Michael Dunlop. Dunlop leads for Bennett Superbike. TT at the bungalow on lap one. Peter Hickman in second. There's Michael Dunlop gone. There's Lee Johnson gone. Lee having problems getting the machine lit. But there she goes. Well, Hickey is the man we're waiting for. Hickman is in and across the line. Let's give you the split then as you go across the line. Who leads this Bennett Super Twin race, boys? Who is leading this one? Hickey Dunn. Yeah, Dunlop leads by 6 tenths, so the pit stop's going to be very, very crucial. Taking a second and 1.1 seconds back in the pits out of Michael Dunlop. So Hickman will move back into the lead by 0.4 of a second. So Peter Hickman, looking for his third win of the week, is 8 tenths up on Michael Dunlop with Jamie Coward in third. 16 seconds adrift of those guys. Michael Dunlop has made up his time. He's made up time. There's four hundreds, not four tenths. Four hundredths of a second splitting Michael Dunlop and Peter Hickman. Hickman through, seven tenths up, it changed the game. He's managed to find more time, 1.1 seconds from the bungalow to Crocknamona for Peter Hickman. And now we're going to get any second now. Michael Dunlop heading down, Glenn Crutchery, here he is, coming over the grandstand, getting cheered on by the fans. Michael Dunlop starts the final lap of this Bennett Super Twin race. Here they come right now. Hickman is through across the line for Peter Hickman and he leads by half a second. Michael Dunlop has pinched another couple of tenths back. Now then, who was that slowing? We've got a helicopter shot here on our TV screen, but we cannot quite make out who it is that we're following at the moment. Oh, it's Peter Hickman. Michael Dunlop's gone missing. Michael Dunlop is slowing. Michael Dunlop is not first in Glen Helen. Has there been a mechanical for Michael Dunlop? half a second down on Hickman, that promotes Lee Johnston then into second place because he's just gone through Glen Helen, with gosh, here's so Michael Dunlop stopped to make adjustments and has rejoined, but he's been flat flag at Kirk Michael, so Michael Dunlop then will not be on the podium here in this Super Twins race, that means we have got some race on for the podium and it's not just a couple of riders either, I make it one, two, three, four, five, potentially six, we've been robbed of what was looking like a box office finale here in the Bennett Super Twins race, but it's not to be, unfortunately for Michael Dunlop, he now falls over there, he gets the black flag, into Governor's Dip then, for Peter Hickman, what a rider this man is, on the PHR performance pattern, 
is on Brent, playing country Rose, the 35-year-old. He's on for his 18th PT podium and his 8th win. Stand and applaud the number 10. Here he comes, Peter Hickman wins the Bennett Super Twin TT race of 2022. Steve, I saw the uh, the live stream and you were on pit lane. Obviously not as fast as the um, as the superbikes going past you, but still thrilling. And what a race those first two laps were. Hey, do you know what? Not as fast. Yeah, I did mention that you know on on the TT Plus channel. However, those boys have to ride those bikes so hard because they're low on power. It's all about momentum. Not low on power. They're low on power. But, you know, they have to keep the momentum. So they're pushing really hard. You watch, you know, pictures around the course from the heli cam as well as uh, the stationary cameras that, you know, they're using every inch of the road. They're pushing so hard. And the biggest gap, the three-lap race, two and a half laps in, the biggest gap was formed then at four-tenths of a second between the two. Unbelievable. Those boys are on it. However, the good kind of overlook of the whole race was Peter Hickman is beatable. Yes. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Because you look at the result at the end and you go, how is any go anybody going to beat him? But had Michael not had the problem, it could have been either of theirs to win. You know, it's typical It's typical TT, you know, to, to finish first, first you've got to finish. I say that a lot, but it's very, very true. It's an endurance. And, um, you know, Michael was riding really well. And all it was was a snapped bracket on the fuel tank. Is that it? Yep. So what, the fuel tank had come loose and... Was moving around dangerously, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. So he, he managed to get round to the end of Sulby Strait, if, if the uh, listeners know where that is. And you can turn off left there, go through the barrier, and ride around the coast road to get back to the paddock because he thought he was going to be getting ready for his super sport race later. Ah, right. Another uh, favourite of the race was the guy that went off in number one, Jamie Coward. He suffered a, a mechanical. Uh, he had a, um, a crank throw a rod through the the top end so unfortunately um yeah he was riding really well to push him push him well i don't think it had touched the two pattern riders at the front but riding really well on his kawasaki and doing a great job yeah i think he would have he would have secured yeah. that third place but michael dunlop's jamie coward's loss was lee johnston's and paul jordan's first ever podium hey what a good do what a good do you know i took paul jordan around uh for a lap uh, a couple of days ago he was just a little bit you know he's a, he's a good kid he's been here a few times but you know he's, he's one of the up and coming youngsters and I took him around and gave him some pointers and bits and bobs and that's not claiming credit for uh, how like well he rode but um, <laughs> he come and thank me afterwards but, uh, <laughs> but no seriously he did a great job I mean, it was lovely to see and I, I grabbed hold of him afterwards and just said to him mate that's only the beginning yeah you, you kind of feel that and, yep. and, it, and it, f it felt like he needed something like that to show Hey, listen, he's had, a, he's, had a bad, he's had a bad week. Mm -hmm. You know, he's had a, they've had a few problems, bits and bobs. He's been riding well. Um, he was going down Solby straight, and a bird flew straight into his visor, smashed it off, and he got two black eyes. You yeah. know, he's had a tough week, the old he's boy. He's been in the wars, bless him. And also, just popping back to Peter Hickman, um, that's another one ticked off his box, in all fairness. Is he has now won on every solo class there is. He, yeah, he mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey. Do you know what I did after the race? I sat him down on the fan park and I had a chat with the top three. Let's have a listen to what they had to say, Steve. In third place, his first TT podium. Please give it up for Paul Jordan. Next up, Paul's mate. It'd be lost without him. Everybody give it up for Lee Johnston. 
And the last man, I'm sick of seeing him. I've seen him every day since. <laughs> Eight times TT winner, three times this week. Everybody give it up for Peter Hickman. What a race. What a day. Right, Paul, you said to Matt on the interview on the TV, I've got no words. Please find the words for me right now. It must be slowly sinking in that you've made it onto the podium. How does it feel? Yeah, I'm still sort of feel like I'm in a dream, to be honest, you know, just following these two lads about, you know, and not have a clue where I'm going. I just feel like I'm just like a wee dog in a lead been pulled about. But yeah, as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed and lost. Do, do, you know the funny, do you know the funniest part about all this? He's always got something to say, <laughs> right? He's always got loads to say, and now, bless him, he's actually <laughs> gone shy. <laughs> hey, you deserve it, though. You've worked hard this week. You've been through the wars this week as well. Oh, again, everybody saw it on the TV, but again, explain exactly what happened with that bird. Yeah, yeah I was going down Solby Street, and uh, bird thought it'd be a great idea to smash itself into me, and you know, smashed me square in the face with the visor and took it off, and I was going down Solby Street with a pair of bird guts in my mouth and <laughs> bloody nose, bust lip, and whatever else. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Just what you want. So your your battle was a, there was a I think there was three riders in your battle. There was you, uh, Bian from France, and James Hind. He was in there fighting for that position. At what point did you know that you were fighting then for that podium? I didn't at all no, until I you came up here. I came out of uh, Balakrian, and I think uh, <laughs> fellow Jordan in it, Jordan Lee. Yeah, Jordan. He was doing pitboard. It was uh, P5. So it was, and then I seen obviously seen uh, Michael. He broke out, so I knew it was you know it was in fourth place. And then I was coming down the Craig, my brother, he was doing my pit board there, but the people were going that mad when you're coming down, I couldn't even see the pit board, so I just kept the head down and just kept chipping away. But what does it mean, like, what does it mean to be up, to be up here? Especially with you, mate. It must yeah, be amazing. It's, it's a dream come true. Yeah? More of the same? Yeah. Let's hope so. Right, I'm going to leave you to uh, let it sink in. <laughs> Compose yourself. <laughs> Lee, give it up for him. Sorry, guys. Give it up for him. Paul Jordan. Woo! Lee. I saw you when we just just after that um, sighting lap, the warm-up lap, and I said hello, and you didn't look that happy. I don't know if it was because you you saw me, or because you just weren't too happy. Are you all right? Is everything all right? No, I'm, honestly, I'm normally full of the joys of spring, but for some reason on this effing island, I'm allergic to something, some sort of pollen. So my eyeballs are absolutely scratching out of my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, all the the joy is uh, inward. Oh, is it? <laughs> should, so should inside you're screaming. Say, yeah. I don't know, I've been up to the hospital and stuff and they've given me eye drops and whatever tablets, but obviously I can't take the tablets because I have to ride my motorbike. So he says I'll be fine in a couple of days, but I don't think he really understood the fact that the TT ends on Friday. <laughs> He'll be fine on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't say, I'm not all that bothered about what I do on Monday. It sort of needs to happen you right now. don't care now, if you go so blind on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So is it affecting you out there or not? Honestly, yeah, not not to the point of a safety issue, but obviously I've got enough common sense to roll off when I can't see. But it's sore, it's a sore um, now. But then when the sweat and everything gets in your eyes, it just drives you insane. So you and common sense. Yeah, <laughs> I am probably the most common sense Northern Irish person you will ever meet. <laughs> that must be saying said something. no one ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How did it feel to get on the podium, though? Obviously, we, we saw Michael and Pete having this battle. You didn't see it because you were in a world of your own. But it was a cracking battle. But then you must have seen Michael slow up. Yeah, honestly, I, I seen Jamie as well. I seen yeah. Jamie just pull over. Um, and and I, I, honestly, before the race started, I knew I didn't have the pace to, to ultimately be on the podium with M3. Pete and his 900cc pattern. Um, <laughs> but outside, outside of that, outside of that, he's not cheating. Don't judge him. Um, 
outside, outside of that, um, I knew that somebody had to break down. And, and honestly, um, it's not nice to see, but when you're the one riding past, it's a lot nicer than being the one sat on the side of the road. So yeah, exactly. All is, good. It, is it a bit bittersweet, though, the fact that you didn't have the pace? Because you, you'd rather get a podium from the pace that you've got rather than because other people break down. Or no, you take I'd just rather have a podium, full stop. You don't I've care? Got, I've got absolutely no morals <laughs> in how you get it. But <laughs> <laughs> and Pete, I mean, I don't know what, what questions to ask now. Well, my 900cc pattern's awesome. It isn't, it's, it's fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said over there a minute ago, um, the first time in my career I've actually passed Lee in a straight line, <laughs> and it, was, it felt amazing. <laughs> now I know how he feels every time he passes me. My first time in my career I've done that, and I was about, about probably 10 miles an hour faster. It was really, really nice. I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy that race? I had like a massive a, like smile a, on my face, especially from that moment <laughs> onwards. Have you ever seen a really large flying object? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it felt like? <laughs> what did you say? Double-decker bus coming past you. <laughs> no, honestly, the vast engine racing teams worked absolutely fantastic with Marty Motos. The bike's not Mr. B. I've never even ridden a pattern before. This is the first time I've ever ridden one. Um, the bike was faultless. Um, and mega to be in with a battle with Michael. I mean, you know, Michael Dunlop is so, so good on the little bikes in particular. You know, the, the, the lightweight class, the super sport class, he's always at the front. He's always the man to beat. Um, and to be even close to him, them first two laps was never more than a second either way to either of us. Um, I was actually really enjoying it. I was trying as hard as I could try, but I was actually really enjoying it. And it's disappointing he didn't make it to the end, really, because it would have been nice to kind of see who actually came out on top in a, in a fair fight. But did you so realise how quickly the lead was changing every, every um, time yeah, in Beacon? Yeah, yeah so I've got um, not, not so much each sector, but I've got about three boards around the, around the course. So... Um, that, I've got one at up at the bungalow, which gives me a Ramsey time, and I knew I was a second down. And then I've got one at Balacrane, uh, so on, going on to the last lap, it said I was half a second up, so I knew I'd gained about a second and a half-ish mm -hmm. um, over the mountain. So, um, But he was always stronger up to Ramsey, yeah. as it, it seemed to be. So, uh, But yeah, a little bit of a shame. I, did, I actually saw him parked up at the side of Laurel Bank. He set off again right in front of me, and then he must have stopped again. Trying so, to take you out? Yeah, I don't know. Not at all. <laughs> Not I'm joking, I'm joking. trying to get going, but um, yeah, a little bit of a shame we didn't get to fight to the end, but even so, I'm massively happy for the team, uh, all my sponsors as well, and for me, uh, the first time, well now I've won, apart from sidecars, I've won in every single class, which is really, really cool. Really, Plato, really Plato nice was stat. saying that, yeah, that's amazing. So, I'm not going to ask you about five, but what I want to know is, do you realise how close it was in the pit lane as well for the pit stop? There was like a tenth between both pit stops, so it wouldn't it have been won or lost in the, uh, in the pit stop either. Yeah, that's mega, isn't it? Yeah, no, really good. The boys did an awesome job. The FHA racing team was the, t was the team doing the pit stop for us, because they've been doing it all week for me anyway. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, mega job as always by them. One more race this afternoon, this evening? Yep. Feeling confident? Yeah, actually. Um, after riding the Super Twin a little bit, hopefully get my head into a small bike a little bit more. So hopefully we can uh, crack on with the Super Sport bike this afternoon or this evening. Yeah. Lee, do you want to say anything to your fans? Well done, Pete. <laughs> Everybody give it up for third place, Paul Jordan. Second place, Lee Johnston. And your winner, once again, Peter Hickman. <laughs> So, hey, Paul Jordan, a little bit emotional up on the stage, but um, yeah, Paul he Jordan. Was, he was pumped. He was. Paul Jordan yeah. with the uh, the black eyes and Lee Johnston with the uh, the pink eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm not sure that's what he wants to be called, <laughs> but yeah. Mm. But I'm willing to call him it. But in all seriousness, though, that could really affect his uh, his his races moving into the, the the last few days of racing. Yeah, you know, we had um, obviously they're supposed to have the Super Sport race, which we you know we we and many others called him the favourite mm -hmm. on Monday to win, but he had issues and. To be honest, if they hadn't have cocked up putting his fuel cap back on, he would have been pushing. Would have been right there at the front. He really would. So obviously, he, you know, he's going to be whenever they run the Super Sport race, whether it be tomorrow or Friday, uh, he's going to be pushing hard for that, and he wants to be in the best possible shape he can. Yeah. Yeah. But when we look to the weather forecast, it's not looking favourable for 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 Thursday. So, listen, if you can get a forecast right, you'd be a very wealthy person. Flipping heck, it's never right, is it? No, true. So we, we might be basking in sunshine. We could be uh, all hiding away with the rain. Anyway, um, more important factor oh, today. So I'm up on the grid doing a TV gig. And um, Matt Roberts is doing uh, the intro, uh, the pit pit lane, the pit walk, should I say. Um, just just spinning, the f uh, talking to a few of the guys that were going out to race. Anyway, I grabbed the microphone and I said to the, I said to the producer, I said, hey, I said, I've got some stars up here. Can I grab a word? Hancock. Right, Greg Hancock. Greg Hancock, who's doing a, a chat show tonight here uh, in the Mercury Club, which is the VIP hospitality. One of my heroes, uh, multiple Speedway world champion. Yeah. Um, and I went up to Greg, I said, hey, Greg, I said, uh, you ain't know who I am. I said, but can I have a quick word, please? He was uh, with the Monster Group. He said, man, of course I know you are. Did he? Yeah, get in there. Your mates with Chris. Get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're Chris's buddy, aren't you? You're Chris's little boy. <laughs> no, we didn't say that actually. But mate, no, it's lovely. And then, uh, and then Randy Mamola comes over and gives me a fist bump. Do you want to drop any what more names? Dude. So, uh, who have you met today? I met some wonderful fans who are making this TT what it is. Hey, I do don't you know need what? Seriously, names. I creep, crept around the corner and watched you on stage and listened a little bit uh, until I got bored. No, seriously. <laughs> and what? <laughs> And listening to it, it's a good show, and, and a lot of people there looking and listening. Great, great to see so many fans in the fan park having their crack, having a, a beer or two, you know, and, and listening and enjoying the atmosphere. And it's great that the riders are down there within 10 minutes of getting off their bikes, they're right out in front of the fans and they're getting first hand kind of interviews from the boys exactly what's going on. And that's all the action from today. Make sure you head over to TT Races Official across all the social media platforms to stay abreast of all the latest news and the scheduling for the coming days.